0: Hey, thank you so much for joining us for our NCC More podcast. You know, this is our opportunity each and every week to just add a little extra value out of the Sunday message. And right now we are in a series entitled Living Holy, Living Holy. And that's not H-O-L-Y, that is W-H-O-L-L-Y. How do we live whole? And I would propose to you that being whole is actually holy. It is holy unto the Lord. Whenever you are a good steward of your thoughts, a good steward of your emotions, a good steward of your physical body and of your finances, when you live whole in these areas, I believe that living whole is holy unto the Lord. And hey, maybe you're thinking right now, like, man, there's some areas of my life that just aren't whole. Let me just encourage you by this. Uh, There's two things that you really need to know before you ever will be whole, and you have to know, and you have to believe. You have to believe that broken things can be healed and that broken people can be whole. You have to believe that through Jesus Christ, you can be whole and complete because that's what Jesus said. Jesus said, I have come to set the captive free. He said, I have come to give you an abundant life until the full, until it overflows. And so if you were held captive to brokenness, uh, to dysfunction, Jesus comes to liberate you from that, to set you free from those lies, to set you free from that deception so that you can be whole. And not just be whole, but so that you can live an abundant life, so that you can thrive, and so that you can flourish. And this last Sunday, we talked about how do you live whole spiritually? How do you live whole spiritually? And And it was the first topic that we're going to talk about in this Living Holy series. Um, and here's the reason why, is that if we are not whole in our spirit, then nothing else we talk about is going to matter. If you are not whole in your spirit, then being whole in your emotions, whole in your physical body, uh, it's always going to be built on a shaky foundation because our spiritual wholeness, it it is the core, it is the foundation uh, that we are going to build the rest of our life on. And so that's why we started there um, talking about being whole in our spirit. And there was just a few truths that we covered um, in this journey of being whole in our spirit, some things that we we must consider and believe. Um, and uh, the three things that we really hit on was that God's word is superior, God's grace is sufficient, and God's process is supernatural. God's Word is superior, His grace is sufficient, and His process is supernatural. Um, You know, as we talked about that spiritual wholeness, it has to be uh, the first thing that we discuss because it is the the foundation stone uh, to build everything else on. Uh, It is the first part of wholeness. But hear me, it is not the only part of wholeness. And I think that this is how people become spiritually unwhole, if you would, are spiritually broken uh, because they go into spirituality, if you would, into Christianity thinking that when their spiritual life gets right, then that's going to take care of everything else in their life. They think, oh, if I can get things right with God, if I can be whole in my spirit, if I can believe the truth, confess Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, begin to believe these things in my heart, then the rest of my life is going to fall into place. And I believe that this will create further brokenness in our spirit because this is what I know, is that just being whole in your spirit does not create the abundant life. Because we have these things that are called emotions that have to be controlled. We, call, we have these things called thoughts that have to be controlled. We have all of these other things in our life and if we don't get control of our finances and our finances get out of control, they will create so many problems, so much stress, so much anxiety in our life. If we don't get our physical body under control, then we are constantly battling health things that are constantly putting us in a terrible situation. And just because we are whole in our spirit to begin with, if we don't understand that that's not the only thing, okay, then what happens as we go through life, we begin to experience more brokenness in our spirit. Let me explain that a little bit further, because here's what I believe. I've, I've heard so many people um, express this or walk through this, and they, they spend a couple years uh, in quote-unquote Christianity, and then they come and they say things like this, it just didn't work for me. It just didn't work. Christianity just did not work for me. What they're really saying is what was promised is not what I saw in my life. Well, they thought that a prayer and a Bible study occasionally was going to fix all the elements of their life. That if they just went to church occasionally, just read their devotional once in a while, just prayed maybe every morning when they woke up, that that was going to be the solution for the dysfunction in every area of their life. And just because their spiritual life changed, if nothing else changed, then they, they come to this place where they say, it did not work for me. But here is the reality. It's not that faith did not work for them. It's that they did not work the fullness of their faith. It's not that, that Christianity didn't work. They did not work the truth of Christianity. They did not work the truth of the Word in their life because we know in the book of James that it says that faith without works is dead and useless. What James is saying is you can believe, but you are not going to see the fruit of your faith if you do not put your faith to work. Your faith working itself out is what gets the fruit in your emotional life, it's what gets the fruit in your thought life, it's what leads you to the fruit in your relational life. This is where you begin to see the results of faith when you begin to work that faith in your life. So when I think that my whole life is going to be solved by spiritual wholeness, it takes me to further brokenness because I because I get I get confused and frustrated because I thought that this was going to fix everything and it didn't fix everything, so the only conclusion I can come to is that this must not work for me, but it's really because I did not work it. See, faith always works whenever we work our faith. Whenever we understand this this, this key word, that we that we talked about on Sunday and that is that God has a process God has a process there is a process there is a structure there is a system there is a process to our life being transformed and yes that process is supernatural but I love the way the destiny defined that word for us in this context, and she said that it is God helping you to do more than you can do for yourself. That supernatural is is not God taking over and doing everything for me, it's God helping me, assisting me equipping me and empowering me to do more than I could do without him. And God's process is supernatural. Yes, he fills us with his spirit. Yes, he leads and he guides. Yes, the Holy Spirit is there. He is our our paraclete. He is our comforter. He is our strength. He is leading us into all truth. Yes, he is there with us. But he's not going to do everything for us. There's a process. There is a process. And as we talk through that process on Sunday, I just want to remind us of a few things about this process because I think it will help us in this building of the foundation. This is not the entirety of wholeness. Because you believe in Jesus, that is awesome. Because you've confessed Jesus Christ as Lord of your life, because you believe that he's the way, the truth, and the life, because you believe that he is the key to your eternal life and your abundant life, though those are the foundation stones of a fulfilling and thriving and flourishing life. It is the key to a satisfying life. Yes, yes, and yes. But please hear me. It is only the foundation. It is not the entirety of your life. So we have to build this foundation, and we have to build the strength of this foundation and the wholeness of our spirit. And one of the things that we talked about as we began to talk about God's process, and we gave you five elements to that process, and one of the elements of that process was commitment. Commitment. Where Jesus said, if you want to be my follower, you have to deny yourself You have to give up your own way. And wouldn't it be wonderful if that was a one-time decision? Wouldn't that be great if you could just decide today that you're just going to give up your way and that for the rest of your life, your way would never come knocking on the door again, that your way would never try to take over your life again, that your opinion would not try to rise up and exalt itself over the superiority of God's word. Wouldn't wouldn't it be great? Unfortunately, that's not the way that it is. Now, that's why he said you have to take up your cross daily. You have to deny yourself. You have to give up your own way, and you have to take up your cross daily. In the taking up your cross, you are are re-engaging with the commitment that says, I will not live for my own way. I will live for God's way, and that is a daily commitment. It is a daily commitment to take up your cross every day and to follow after God. It is a daily commitment, and here's what you will what you will find in that commitment to spiritual wholeness. when I understand that there are other elements of my life that must be whole. then not only am I committed to my spiritual wholeness. I'm committed to my mental wholeness. Why? Because I'm committed to following after Jesus Guess what Jesus wants? Jesus wants you to be whole in your mind. He wants you to be whole in your emotions. He wants you to be whole in your relationships. He wants you to be whole in your physical body. He wants you to be whole in your finances. He wants you to be whole in these critical areas of life. And so Jesus has a purpose, a plan for your life. He has a path for you to walk. It is the path of wholeness. But my spiritual commitment to obey Christ and follow after. Him to follow his way is going to remind me every day that my spiritual life is not the only thing about my life. But you see, it's in that commitment, that daily commitment, that I am reminded that it's not just about me confessing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It's not just about me being baptized. It's not just about me being filled with His Spirit. It's not just about these moments of life. No, 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 no. It is about every single day. Me elevating His way over my way and me reminding myself that spiritual wholeness is just a part of everything that God wants for me. And then just one more element I want to touch on quickly before we wrap up our podcast here. And that was an element that that I talked about on Sunday that is uh, such a part of God's process, and that is confrontation. Confrontation. There is going to be consistent confrontation if you want to be whole and we used it in the context of spiritual wholeness but can I tell you it's the con this is the element of every area of wholeness. There is going to be confrontation in the thoughts that you are thinking in your mind. There's going to be a confrontation between the emotional outburst you have and the emotions that you desire to have. There is going to be a confrontation in you and the way that you treat other people and the way that God has instructed us to treat other people. There is going to be a confrontation inside of you from the way that God has called us to be generous with every area of our life, including our finances and the way that we are currently living in maybe a selfish or a greedy manner with our time, with our energy, and with our finances. There is going to be this constant confrontation. But if we can deal with the confrontation that takes place in our spirit It prepares us for the confrontation in all of the other areas of our life. We have to see confrontation not as a negative but as a positive. Confrontation is not something that is trying to hold you down and keep you back. That confrontation is actually trying to lift you up and to push you further. Because we must embrace the confrontation if we are going to move into the fullness of everything that God has for us in our life. There is going to be constant confrontation. If you want to grow, there's going to be confrontation. If you want to improve, there's going to be confrontation. If you want to be whole and live a flourishing and thriving existence, that abundant life that Jesus said he came for you to have, if that's what you want, there will be confrontation. It is an essential element to us becoming everything that God has called us to be. It is a key component to you becoming what God has destined for you to be in your life. It is a part of the process. Come on, right there, wherever you are, I want you just to think about that word process. Process. We define discipleship here at North Point as the process to progress. There is a process to progress you want to be whole in your spirit? Oh, there's a process to that progress. Oh, you want to be whole in other areas of your life? Oh, there's a process to that progress. You see, don't get disillusioned and think that just being whole in your spirit is going to create wholeness in every other, every other area of your life. Because whenever we fall into that trap, it will lead us down a pathway of despair And destruction. But when we realize that it's not the entirety of wholeness, it's the first layer of wholeness. It's not the whole house, it's just the foundation. I have to lay the foundation of wholeness in my spirit so that I can build wholeness in every other area of my life. It is going to be a process, it's not going to happen overnight. What, what, what we desire in our life is not going to happen in the time that we wish it would happen. It is going to be a process. But come on, let me just tell you, commit to the process. Endure the confrontation that we find in that process. And that process will take you to your progress. You can be whole in your spirit through the grace of Jesus through the path that he has laid out for us, we can be whole in our spirit and we can be whole in every other area of our life. I hope that you make this series a priority in your life. I really hope that you come to church on Sunday. I really hope that you uh, make an attempt to be here as much as possible during this series, to tune in, watch online If you cannot be here, follow up with the podcast. Maybe you even need to come on Sunday and listen to the podcast during the week. I really hope that you will prioritize this series because I believe we are giving you some tools and some handles to create the life that you truly desire to have. A life that is whole, a life that is complete, and a life that is abundant and overflowing. Thank you so much once again for taking the time Listening to this NCC More podcast, I believe that it is adding more value to your life. And I look forward to seeing you again soon. God bless you.